And that is to press record. Chinese lessons on Taobao? We're trying to start that language engine. Can women be the breadwinners? And how would you react? Authentic materials. How authentic should they be? Old people emojis. Yes. What does it mean to be an old person in the techno world Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. I'm Steven Sierski, folks. Hope you're doing well. And I guess I'd be considered one of those old men. Old guys, I mean, given my uh, current decade-age. Decade-age, decade-age. Uh, decadence? Decades. Uh, my current age would put me in the old man territory. Especially, uh, I'm not going to lie, um, a lot of the... Well, I mean, I do talk to a lot of young younger people. But then, that's not... Because the, the people I work with are... Some of them are a bit older than me. Uh, and a few of them are a bit younger than me, but uh, in general, um, yeah, it, actually, I don't talk to many people. This is the thing: is like it, it's not very often that we're nah. It, it's I guess it's all over the place. Hard to say, hard to generalize, to tell you the truth, because I do talk to uh, quite a few different people. But that's just in my nature to um, to to yik yak a bunch to a bunch of different peoples. This emoji thing actually was kind of funny because it came across the uh, um, what'd you call it uh, the uh, I have a subscriptions, like a, a, set, a series of subscriptions in WeChat, and one of them was this um, talk about, or this article about emojis and how uh, some people that were surveyed, now did it say young people were surveyed? Yeah, I think it did say uh, young people were surveyed, and which emojis would sort of uh, peg you or mark you as being an old person, as an old man? Uh, so ten emojis that mean that you're officially so old you are using, uh, you're using them sort of thing. What was it? Uh, emoji list, yeah, whatever. Okay, Gen Z, Gen X. Don't really, I mean, know the difference to tell you the truth. Okay, so a survey of two thousand people by Prospectus Global found that most people, aged between sixteen and twenty nine, think you're officially old if you use the thumbs up or heart emoji. Kids, what the fuck are you on? A thumbs up is old? Then what the fuck else do you do? Honestly, what the shit do you do if you're agreeing with somebody? Oh, so you you, you don't use the heart emojis. You can't love anything. So other emojis that make you look old include the okay hand. Okay, I've never used that one. The tick. I don't even know how to get that one. The poo emoji. Well, if you're talking shit, you know. And loudly crying face. Oh, that's the one with the the, the two streams of tears coming from the uh, uh, the eyes. Monkey eye cover, clapping hands, lipstick kiss, and grimacing face. Okay, clapping hands. I actually have a special one I use here in WeChat. It's one of the be- better things uh, uh, of using uh, a program like WeChat. There are so many emojis to sort of uh, choose from, and that uh, it, it's one of these things where. If you can't find, like, I can't remember in Facebook. Twitter doesn't have it. Instagram is a little bit limited. But Facebook, the emoji selection isn't very good. Um, never used emojis on YouTube, to tell you the truth. Nor on TikTok or anything like that. But WeChat is the only chat application. That and, like, MSN Messenger back in the day. ICQ, that's way long. Or, yeah, I yeah ICQ, right? Uh, that was a long time ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, WeChat has these custom-made emojis that a lot of people make. And I, I use, like, three or four. There, there's, like, a, a guy who's shrugging 
with a, a happy face man with a, who's shrugging with a question mark over him. Uh, there's a, I call it the smiling man, multicolored smiling man, happy dance man. Or is it multicolored smiling happy dance man? And it's this little emoji that has this other emoji face applied on top, multicolored, and it's like doing that sort of retro uh, scroll through the the colors and stuff like that. And he's doing this kind of funny dance, and I I, I think it's just hilarious. So I use that one all the time. Uh, and then uh, the other one that. Well, if I'm ever going to applaud someone, there's a actually a, a set of hands that are applauding, and they're sort of uh, done up in the like with tuxedo, like a tux. They're 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 wearing a tuxedo and they're clapping. I always thought that was kind of amusing as well. What's the other one I use? The other one I would use is one of these um, stickman happy figures again, but he has his hands or his head in his hands, and it's like he's sort of waiting for you, for you to to respond something or uh, respond or something like that. So I like those ones. But these other ones, I mean, yeah, I do use the thumbs up because it's easier than saying, uh, it's more interesting than saying okay and then going, ah, yeah, I gotcha, which takes too long to write out. And if you use the thumbs enough, then they're sort of like right there, ready to go sort of thing, right? I mean, you don't have to search for a cute emoji to agree. I know some people, particularly women, young women, uh, look for new emojis to send each and every time. Uh, I don't. Um, I mean, and some of the emojis I, I do have are maybe can't or shouldn't be shared around, ex- except in sort of uh, exclusive chats sort of things. Uh, and I'm sure we all have those. Uh, I don't think we're, we're all, I don't think any of us are strangers to this, but uh, it was kind of funny. Sorry, 16 to 29. Um, I don't know if you kids understand what old is. Yeah, because 16 to 29 is old. 16 to 19 is old. 16 to 21 is old. Because at 16, you're still really surviving off your parents, living off your parents. Uh, and if you're out all night, you're, I mean, you're getting scolded for that. 21, they're kind of like, you know what? We did our job. <laughs> like, we did our job. He chose to be in that rock band. He chose to do that, you know, sort of thing. 29, uh, that's a little bit, I mean... 29, you're dating 40-year-olds, and if, if you're 16 and dating a 40-year-old, it's more worse for the 40-year-old than it is for the 16-year-old in terms of a legal fallout. Uh, but 29, you're dating 40-year-olds. I mean, come on. I mean, by 29, you can be divorced already and have children. 16, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, this this age group that they they surveyed, I think I have an issue with. I, whatever, doesn't matter. I mean, you're old if you use the thumbs up or heart emoji i wonder if it depends on what type of thumbs up it is is it the wechat thumbs up or is it like a generic thumbs up good question not entirely sure on that case women being the breadwinner so this was another article i saw today uh that um concerned primarily chinese women uh being the um, primary breadwinners of the family and it was interesting because what they were sort of um going on about was that these women had, they were married, they had children, and that I guess at some point, it didn't sound like they started this way, but it sounded more as if they became the breadwinners of the family. Uh, It took time, and most of the women that were sort of surveyed were in their late 30s, early 40s. Many of them were divorced at this point. So they all had children, grown children, but they were divorced 
which I don't know how the divorce settlements work here in, in China, but I mean, how much money did they get from the husbands? I mean, maybe it was, was it a lot? Was, was it not a lot? That aside, that argument aside, it was all older women that were sort of in this category, in this uh, this group that had been sort of uh, surveyed about being the, the main breadwinners for their, their families. Was it necessity? I guess is the other question. Um, like did, did they have to become the breadwinners or was it just circumstance? And, and by circumstance, I mean, um, this kind of goes back to yesterday, you know, <laughs> talking about like Putin, uh, not Putin, the other guy, Putin and Xi Jinping, you know, it's a matter of circumstance that you, you can blame them for what they're doing or who they are, but the situation that they're in gives them a certain amount of opportunities, a certain number of certain amount of uh, certain number of opportunities, a certain amount of leeway uh, and pathways to go down. And that's what they've chosen to do is just one is easier than the other. Like to, to not be something would be harder to be something, right? And so same with these women being the breadwinners, it might have just been easier for them to become the breadwinners rather than not to be the breadwinners. And some of them do say um, there was... Um, some of the, I think the the common reason for divorce was uh, usually infidelity uh, or something along those lines. And one woman basically gave her husband an ultimatum. It's like, listen, if you if you're gonna fuck around on me like this, uh, I I won't file for divorce if you do three things. And I, if I remember, it was you call her right now in front of me, tell her you never see her again. Uh, you don't buy speculative stocks, which I kind of laughed at. I'm like, oh, oops, and you don't have your own money. Like, you don't have your own bank accounts anymore. Like, you're, you're, I, I control your finances. Uh, and apparently he agreed. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's one, one situation. But if your wife or girlfriend, partner, made more money than you, how would you react? I mean, in my mind, I would have it that I'm, I'm kind of gearing up to be a stay-at-home dad. And, and working from home right now is sort of, setting me up to be that i mean what else could i be would i go back to the work it wouldn't i wouldn't be i wouldn't not want to go back to work quote unquote to the office because you know it's not the modern thing to do or because uh, my wife or girlfriend's making the money it's because i don't want to go back to the office i don't want to i don't want to go back i I love working at home now you throw in a family with kids and you know responsibilities obligations of having to pick up um i don't know Little Stevie, little Stephanie from point A, get him to point B. Uh, and, you know, that instead of walking around the compound at 7 o'clock in the morning reciting Chinese characters, you are, I am, stressing about cutting off uh, toast edges and stuff like that. Bread, uh, you know, the, uh, the the size of a bread. Like, what, what shape is the, the toast today? I mean, is that causing a big issue? Is this thing really going to matter in your in your lifetime? No, it won't. But to, to them, at that moment, it does, right? I've heard these stories. <laughs> oh, the tam- temper tantrums. And I'm sure I was party to them when I was a, a, a wee young one as well. So um, I still hear the kids crying and screaming. I'm not going to lie. As, as a guy without kids here to sort of... Uh, mollify or make me deaf deafen me to their screams when i hear these kids cry i'm like i'll just close the window it's so much quieter that way <laughs> yeah would you be okay with your wife or girlfriend making more money it's not i'm not gonna lie modern man me says go ahead you want to go to work you want to make money do it now what about family life what of our what are our responsibilities in terms of 
keeping things together and keeping things together and keeping things hot, if you know what I mean. You know, that sort of responsibility. I imagine that changes as well. Same like with a guy being out all the time, working all the time. Uh, what about a woman? Like, is Are there more demands on a woman who has to go to work all the time, who has to be at work, who has who's being pulled and pushed in every direction because of work obligations rather than family? I mean, how, how does it work? I, I'm not going to lie. I, there, there's a few um, single mothers. There's a few mothers I know who have children. And I don't know how. And, and they don't have husbands at home or, or even boyfriends. Uh, I think one of them has a boyfriend living with her right now. Uh, but uh, how did they make it work when they didn't have a partner? I just don't get it. Not just financially. Financially is one thing. But... And this would go for guys as well, men who have children and don't have partners at home. Uh, I I don't get it. I mean, this this to me it seems like a superhuman feat to sort of accomplish because uh, I know for myself. And one of the things that actually, to tell you the truth, one of the things that sort of spurs me to do a lot of the things that I do is because I do feel that there's a time clock running. There's a timer that at some point this good fortune, this time, this patience this uh, time, luxury of time, this quietness may very well end and another sort of life stage will uh, occur sort of thing, right? So that, that's sort of my assumption. That's what, Maybe that's just whatever. I mean, it, it, that's what I think, right? So that being the case, I got to get as much done as I can right now because I may never have the chance to do it again. I don't mean just like, oh, the technology will change Oh, my living conditions will change like in terms of which apartment. I mean, like literally my family situation might change. The, the, the fact that I live alone right now might change. And that, I mean, that, that's, that's different. I've never lived with someone else before and I'm, I'm okay with that right now. If that changes, that could change a lot of my creative output. Will I still be able to do a daily audio, audio digest? Even if I'm like when I'm living with someone else. Oof. Would you miss me? Would you care? <laughs> would you be concerned about it? Uh, would I talk about it? I guess that would be the other question. Is would I even talk about it? Um, authentic material. So um, trying out this uh, a little bit of um, a test. Uh, trial run, I guess you could say. So this language vlog that I'm running on on YouTube. You can find Stephen's language vlog. Uh, it's where I sort of... I'm, the, the goal was to keep track of my language studying progress my my own mandarin chinese progress same with some of the other languages i do uh but also since i'm in the esl industry and currently studying the delta which is like a another certification type of thing for esl uh, language teachers english language teachers i thought it'd be a good place to sort of um do two things one either provide materials for english language learners in addition to inspiration for language learners in general, but also, it was also one of these things that I was thinking, this would be a very good backup in case my computer disappears or like it crashes or anything. It's, it's cloud backup, right? Because it's it's on Google, it's on YouTube, and if I had the the uh, these class class notes, these class videos, these the transcripts and everything up online then I wouldn't have to worry about my computer so much anymore. I wouldn't have to worry about going through borders with my computer anymore and getting confiscated or whatever. I mean, not that not that I... I do have this fear anyway, just because I, I, I go through a lot of... 
I don't go through the same border all the time. Let's put it that way. Right? I go through a lot of borders where people, they look at that computer and go, hmm, my daughter could use that. <laughs> or, hmm, I could get a lot of not work time if I took that sort of thing, right? So that's sort of some of the borders I've crossed through before. Uh, and, and all that being the case is like if I could have it have um, a cloud-based teaching resource that for my own needs, like not just um, for other people, but for so my own reference and like, oh, where are my class notes? Here they are sort of thing. Then all the better, right? So this authentic materials, I've been trying out this trial run uh, with a, uh, a former colleague. We're uh, doing a couple of trials. I, I, we recorded a, an episode on Sunday. Whether or not we make this a weekly thing, I don't know because we did, uh, we recorded the video. The idea was only to be an audio recording, but I'm looking at this going, if we're recording a native English speaker um, conversation, it might make more sense to have the faces on there. And I sent a clip to a, uh, a former student and I'm like, so what do you think? Like, um, have a listen to this. What, what do you think? And there's, I just sent her the first couple of minutes of it and she's like, yeah, actually that's, a, that's exactly what she's sort of looking for is this authentic conversational English um, yik yak back and forth between two native speakers. Now, and the thing was, is that, the, the two minutes I sent was still an edited version of it. And as you know, if you've listened to this podcast or my other big podcast, I don't like editing. I hate it um, because it takes a lot of time. And today I spent two hours editing this 30-minute conversation, 40-minute conversation, down to 31 minutes and was able to spit out a little bit of it to sort of try it out. Um, and part of the editing was there's there was three things I had to edit out of this conversation. Number one was like this transition, like uh, these these pauses and formulate. So like that, that just bothers me after a while. Like you hear it once, okay, fine. But if you're listening to it over and on every response starts like that, which if you aren't used to hearing your own voice, particularly in an editing format, you're not going to worry about it. But you listen back to your voice, to your recordings, count how many times you do the same beginning of a sentence. Well, that right there. Well, that, the, the mouth click. Oh, drives me crazy when I hear that. I was like, can't you edit that out? Same. So you can cut that part out. Eating on microphone, that's another no-no, but that's different. Uh, but, you know, things like, oh, you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. It's a podcast. It's a spoken format. Say the words or don't. Don't say you know what I mean because I don't know what you mean. That's why I'm listening to you. That's exactly what I'm listening to you for is for that information. No, I don't know what you mean. Say the words. (laughs) So that's one. Uh, The other one was um, because we're both native speakers, um, natural native speakers, the ten the the tendency to go on too much like what I call a parenthetical or a footnote where you footnote something and you try to ex- quickly explain and to a native speaker if you double your speech rate in an explanatory like you're explaining something you're footnoting and uh, something you're saying and you try to quickly just provide some background information to another native speaker they'll catch it all they'll they'll get you. 
But in a classroom situation or to someone who's listening, because I, I, I do the same thing with uh, listening to Chinese. If they ever try to footnote something, they speed up and you're just going, whoa, I didn't catch that. And it just becomes a blur of words, a blur of sound. And you don't really catch the whole definition of the, uh, of, of the thing. Uh, the other thing was just uh, straight up pauses, you know, um, because we were speaking to each other uh, through Skype. And it was one of these things where it's like you could see the other person, but at the same time, having that delay in, a, in an audio format doesn't work as well. Like it's, you start, you start, if there's dead air, you kind of start wondering. And dead air, like there's no like even, there's a certain amount of a pause that you're willing to allow in the podcast format. In the video format, it's a little bit longer. But anything more, and you start going, oh, it's, it's, uh, is there anything wrong? And you got to check your cell phone. You got to check your you know, the timing, that whether or not your phone has frozen or the stream is frozen while you're on the treadmill. Next thing you know, you missed the step and you didn't plug the little, the little clip to your clothes. So you fall off the treadmill and you whack your head and the thing keeps on going. Your arm gets sucked under. And next thing you know, you're blaming me because you got sucked under your treadmill all because the pause was too long. I hope that doesn't work. And please, if you're on a treadmill, be, please be careful. Please, they're they're dangerous machines. They can be sometimes. All right, so there it is, folks. Uh, my yik and yak and rant and rent for Tuesday. I will leave it there. Uh, show notes and tracks. Uh, videos up on my website, stevenserski.com. It looks like the uh, live stream didn't work again today, which is odd. I did post the video for yesterday's. Uh, today's might... Uh, it takes a while, though. That's, that's the problem is that I do... Uh, I Not only do they do the live stream, but I also have a, a locally recorded version of it and uh, that's the one that I eventually upload but it looks like it didn't stream it says it's live but uh, the web page says it's the site can't be reached hmm all right well we'll have to check on that all right folks thanks for listening I appreciate it hope you guys enjoy that if you have any comments or uh, questions get in touch I'd love to hear from you and uh, we'll talk again have a good one bye bye <laughs>